Chapter Two of Pussy Blackface: The Story of a Kitten and Her Friends. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. Pussy Blackface: The Story of a Kitten and Her Friends by Marshall Saunders. Chapter Two: A Cat's Refuge where am i can i collect my thoughts and reflect a little was there ever such an unhappy cat only last night i sat and purred myself to sleep beside my dear mother pressed close against her soft fur i had no thought of harm and now where am i but i must not be silly let me close my eyes and purr hard for a while then sense will come to me I must not open them when i look round this room and see the shadowy form of cat after cat i think i will go crazy and yet what a simpleton i am i am safe here danger is over let me be thankful that i escaped as i did well to go back to this morning the east wind was out of the air when mother and i and father and serena and jimmy dory came yawning and stretching out of the sitting-room and looked downstairs the hall door was wide open the sun was pouring in mrs darley was so glad she just loves sunshine she went round the house opening doors and windows and just as soon as breakfast was over we all ran out on the sidewalk cats get dreadfully tired of a backyard and the backyards on beacon hill are so sunless and dull we like fun and excitement a little mild excitement as much as human beings do so my father and mother sat on the big sunny stone doorstep while serena jimmy dory and i played on the pavement we had a tiny round pebble that we were rolling with our paws it was such a funny little pebble i pushed it and danced and caught it in my paws and tossed it and had a beautiful time until my mother began to warn me blackface don't go down the hill there are bad boys there keep up here i don't see any boys i said wilfully they will soon see you if you go down there said my father severely I didn't believe him, and I thought my mother was fussy. I see now that little cats have to learn by experience. Nothing would have convinced me that there were bad boys at the foot of the hill if I had not seen them and felt the grasp of their unkind hands. While we were playing, the little pebble suddenly began to roll downhill. How fast it went! I watched it for a few instants, and then something said, go after it blackface i tried hard not to i looked back at my parents sunning themselves on the doorstep i stared at serena and jimmy dory who were cautious young cats and rarely disobeyed their parents i'll just snatch it and run back i mewed hastily then i ran i caught the little pebble but alas something caught me just as i put my paw on it i saw out of the corner of my eye a group of boys standing in a near alley i turned to run but it was too late 
one of them sprang toward me and seized me by the back then he started to race not up the hill but further down i was nearly suffocated with fright and pain for the boy held me so tightly that i could scarcely breathe no one had ever clutched me like this before i had never been whipped i had never been roughly handled for margaret and billy were good children this boy was a monster his face was red and dirty his eyes were bulging from his head and he stumbled as he ran so that i was afraid he would fall on me and kill me i may as well say here that the boy was not as bad as he seemed to me he had not stolen me he was merely having some fun or what he called fun he was some poor child that had had no one to teach him to be kind to animals he did not dream that i was suffering he did not think that a cat was capable of suffering so he hurried on and on and some of the other boys ran yelling behind him i don't know exactly what streets he took i was too terrified to notice the way we were going but soon i saw a river in the distance was he going to throw me in it half choked as i was i dug my claws in his coat and gave a frantic meow for like all cats i hate water boy called a policeman suddenly what are you doing with that cat my captor was frightened and dropped me and he and the other boys turned and ran back you may be sure that i made a dash for liberty i sprang wildly past the policeman and not daring to follow the boys who were going toward my home i leaped into a narrow dirty street where there was a dreadful confusion of wagons cars and throngs of people i threaded my way among them all i don't know how i escaped being killed until finally i was forced to pause for breath unfortunately some boys and girls saw me and gave chase i don't think they wanted to hurt me they wished to catch me but i was in terror again and ran into an alley they followed me so i sprang on a heap of boxes and then to a low porch the children discovered me there and while some tried to coax me down others threw stones at me i looked up desperately there was no help for me on the ground for a big boy had begun to climb on the porch i examined the sloping side of the house roof then i leaped on it two or three times i fell back but at last i succeeded in making my claws hold they were fine sharp ones or they never would have done so in two minutes i was on the very roof of the house panting hard my heart almost out of my body everything black before my eyes but i was safe there i saw that i was free from pursuit the children had gone away at the same time the roof was not very comfortable it was cold and slippery for by this time the lovely sun had gone behind a cloud and soon i began to be very uneasy i thought of my father and mother and serena and jimmy dory that distressed group at the top of the hill for i had had one glimpse of them as i was snatched by the boy oh why had i not minded my mother and not run away from home what was going to become of me must i spend the night in this dreadful place 
i thought of my little blue and white saucer that mrs darley's kind cook filled with milk for me every noon oh meow meow i cried pitifully will no one help a poor little cat a skylight in the roof opened and an old man's face looked out such a kind face but still i did not trust him and moved away to the other end of the ridge-pole little cat he said seriously there is help even for such as you i will go seek it and he disappeared i did not know what he meant so i continued to cry piteously i wanted my mother and dear mrs darley i was too far up to be heard from the street but a few persons opened nearby windows and looked at me indifferently only a cat they said let her get down the way she came up oh dear dear i mewed must i stay on this roof till i perish from hunger for now it was beginning to get dark and cloudy and to look like rain oh meow meow just as i was giving up hope the skylight opened again there she is sir i heard the old man say then a young man put his head out and looked at me he had a good face i'm only a kitten but i found out that if a man spends his life in doing good he has a good face i trusted him and yet i was afraid to go to him if you can understand that kitty he said soberly over there and he waved his hand toward the heart of the city is a place where lost dogs and cats are sheltered come to me and i will take you to it come and he held out his hand oh meow meow i said if i go to you perhaps you will throw me away down there in that raging horrible street no pussy he said seriously shaking his head no i have never deceived an animal come here and i will put you in a nice basket where no one will see you and i will carry you through the noisy street here and he threw me a tiny piece of liver now i am very fond of nicely cooked liver i think it is vulgar to eat it raw fortunately i caught the liver and it did taste good and made me think more of the man he still had some in his hand i smelt it so i crept timidly toward him along the roof poor pussy poor pussy he kept saying and presently i was eating from his hand and he was stroking my ears as i ate then he stepped back quietly into the room he didn't try to catch me but he put the liver down where i could reach it i peeped in through the skylight the young man and the old man were talking yes sir the younger one was saying we've got a refuge for dogs and cats but it isn't half large enough i look at the manor this way the animals are put in the world by the same creator that put us here they've got their rights give them their share of room on mother earth and if you don't love them and love to take care of them and you worship only your own selfish old body then take care of the animals out of that same love for yourself that's so sir that's so and the old man nodded his head because the young man went on a neglected animal is a diseased animal 
and the diseased animal is a menace to the millionaire as well as to the pauper germs of disease can't be fenced in so i say kill sick and homeless creatures if you can't get a good home for them would you kill that cat asked the old man pointing to me as his hand pointed toward me my nose pointed straight for the skylight but the young man reassured me no he said thoughtfully looking me over that is a young healthy kitten and part angora we'll get a home for her by this time i had had enough liver so i went smelling round the little table where the old man kept a basin and pitcher of water and like the perfect gentleman that he was he got up and gave me a drink then i went to sleep i was dreadfully tired and i knew that i could trust those two men so finding that the softest place was the middle of the old man's bed i jumped up there and had a beautiful nap while they went on talking i didn't sleep very soundly and as soon as the young man rose i rose too he stretched out a hand took me up gently and put me in a nice lined basket then he covered me up and said good-bye to the old man i didn't like the basket but i wasn't frightened soon i heard round me the roar of the street then the jarring of an electric car then after a good while i felt that the young man was walking rapidly along another street in a few minutes he stopped short opened one door then another and then the noise of the street fell away and i heard other noises well mr green a woman's voice exclaimed here you are at last do give me whatever you have got two urgent calls are waiting one for a mad dog in a yard on tremont street which of course means a poor wretch which has been chased till he is foaming at the mouth and another for a cat and kittens deserted in a cellar on washington street do hurry i felt someone take the basket and lift the cover oh a kitten and half angora and a pleasant-faced young lady looked down at me well she must go in the cat-room mercy and she slightly raised her voice i stared about me i was in a kind of office there was a large desk and many pictures of animals were on the walls then a nice motherly-looking woman came in took me up as if i had been a baby and carried me into a hall and up some stairs she talked kindly to me all the way up and presently she opened the door of a room put me down gently paused an instant or two to see what kind of a reception i met with then went away i gazed about me where was i was it a party i had never seen so many cats together not even in the biggest yard congress on beacon hill the room was large and beautifully neat and clean around the walls were boxes and baskets and in many of them cats lay asleep others walked about the room some ran up to me mostly young ones and asked my name and where i came from i put up my back at first but when i saw they were all kindly disposed i put it down again what is this place i asked sitting down against the door why this is a cat's home said a young thing with a yellow face have you never heard of it 
sick cats lost cats starved cats bad cats good cats young cats and old cats are all brought here you're kept several days and if you're not claimed you're mercifully destroyed or else given away i say do you suppose you'll be claimed be what i asked be claimed will your folks come to look for you i wish mine would and she gazed wistfully at the door i believe they lost you on purpose said a little white kitten spitefully my new friend had to box her ears for this so i turned to another cat who was politely offering to show me around she pointed out the warmest sleeping places in the room then she took me out through a little swinging door to the roof garden just fancy a roof garden for cats i was delighted with it there were little trees in boxes and big pans of water and a wire netting over all to keep the cats from running away no boys could chase you here i said oh no my new friend replied no one chases us it is a lovely place but still it has a serious drawback a drawback i repeated what is it you will see just wait i have seen i have found out that all these cats are homesick now bedtime has come it is dreadful they all look sad and some of them are moaning in their sleep they have all been used to human beings cat society is not good enough for them down below in the courtyard for this is a dog's home as well we can hear the big animals crying out and howling they are dreaming of their dear masters and mistresses oh i hope mrs darley knows about this sheltering home for animals and that she will come in the morning to get me good night dear father piebald prince and mother dust and ashes i am not with you but i hope you will sleep well and not think about me good night serena and jimmy dory you are often provoking but i love you both end of chapter two recording by phone